It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. How's it going, Katie? Not bad. How about you, Keith? I am swell. Oh, okay. I am, I'm, char- <laughs> I'm charterific. Outstanding. Yes, it's, uh, it's an exciting time of the year for, uh, for us here at Billboard, which we'll get into. Because as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. It is. Yes, it is. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Now, today on the show, we've got a jam-packed, all-star, chart-filled episode. Because uh, we are celebrating Billboard's 125th anniversary. Happy birthday, Billboard! Mm -hmm. Uh, We've unveiled, for the first time ever, the 125 artists of all time on our charts. Uh, From Pink to Pink Floyd, the Bee Gees to the Beach Boys, and Elton John to John Denver, we've ranked the biggest acts ever by performance on our two signature albums and songs charts— the Billboard 200 albums chart, of course, and the Billboard Hot 100 chart. We'll be diving into some fun facts and stats about the acts in our all-time top 125 artists ranking, and we'll count down the top 10 acts one by one. And you might be surprised where some of your favorites end up on the tally. I mean, I did. <laughs> and I work here. <laughs> You're like, I'm surprised, and I'd crunch the numbers. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast... Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, and we've got a bunch of new ones to check out, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, so let's do some chart, well, some all-time chart chat. (laughs) Now, Billboard launched way back in 1894. In fact, believe it or not, that is actually older than both Katie and I. Um, (laughs) And the very first issue of the magazine was dated November 1st, 1894. Now, back then, the magazine was billed as Billboard Advertising and was devoted to, quote, the interests of advertisers, poster printers, bill posters, advertising agents, and secretaries of fairs. Fair secretaries. Fair secretaries. Um, We weren't quite covering the music industry yet. Uh, Eventually, Billboard began focusing on more music-related businesses, especially by the 1940s. And coincidentally enough, Billboard launched its first national music chart in 1940, the National List of Best-Selling Retail Records. Just flows right off the top. (laughs) Wonder why we changed that. (laughs) Um, The first number one was Tommy Dorsey's I'll Never Smile Again, featuring vocals by someone you might have heard of, Frank Sinatra. All blue eyes. Well, eventually, Billboard became all music all the time. And now, here we are, 125 years later. And we look remarkably youthful, too. Uh, You know... You know, like a day over 124. You know those pop stars, <laughs> all those all those regimens they do to keep uh, themselves looking youthful and spry. Indeed. So to celebrate the 125th anniversary, the Billboard Charts Department created for the first time ever 
an all-time list of the top artists on our Billboard 200 Albums Chart and Hot 100 Songs Chart combined. That's right. We've had all-time charts for each of those individual charts, but never the two combined for an all-time ranking. So it's pretty cool, gosh darn it. Indeed. Um, now, here's the fine print, as only a charts department employee can possibly say. <laughs> Billboard used a formula blending all titles tallied on both the Billboard Hot 100 songs chart, since it's, it's a... <laughs> since its inception on August 4th, 1958, and the Billboard 200 albums chart, since it became a combined stereo and mono chart on August 17th, 1963. Now, the Billboard 200 chart existed before then, but it didn't become a uh, weekly stereo and mono combined consistent album chart until 1963. Fine print. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, the chart department assembled a list of music's all-time artists using the the performance on those two charts based upon every artist's titles that charted on those charts. Uh, Due to changes in chart methodology and title turnover rates over the years, certain periods for each chart recap were weighted differently to ensure as equal a representation as possible among all eras. Adjusted for inflation. Yeah, kind of like that. Time inflation. You know, I mean, (laughs) back in the 80s and 70s and 60s, songs ran up and down the chart pretty fast. And Mm -hmm. nowadays, songs spend, you know, six years on the Mm -hmm. charts and come back to haunt us forever. Ah. I'm kidding about the haunting. We love you all equally when you chart on Billboard starts. Now, first, before we get to counting down the top 10... Let's take a look at some fun facts and statistics and, you know, just looking at people, because there's 125 of them, hmm. uh, about the artists outside of the top 10, uh, from number 125 up through number 11. So we'll start at the very end of our chart, number 125. We have one of the biggest country stars of all time, Alan Jackson. Don't rock that jukebox, Kitty. <laughs> He's hit the Billboard 200 albums chart 30 times in his career, and 14 of those albums have reached the top 10, with four of them hitting number one. So this is the caliber we're we're dealing with here. Pretty much, you know, most folks in this top one in 25, you could probably say that they've had a bunch of top 10s, a bunch of number ones, a bunch of top 40 hits. That's just... That's that's who these people are. So sorry to number 126, but congratulations to Alan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, staying in the world of country, uh, the country pop crossover superstar Shania Twain is at number 111, thanks certainly in great part to the phenomenal success of her Come On Over album. It has spent more than 150 weeks on the Billboard 200. It peaked at number two and launched eight. That's right, eight hit singles on the Hot 100, including the number two hit, You're Still the One. Mm. So moving up the chart, we see some friends of the podcast at numbers 103, 99, and 85. They would be the Backstreet Boys, James Taylor, and Kelly Clarkson. We like diversity on the pop shop. We do. Um, I spy Katie's fave, Justin Timberlake, at number 74. Nice job, Justin. His former uh, beloved, Britney Spears, at number 58. <laughs> Right above Pink at number 59, and uh, Bruno Mars there at number 41. And then Queen Bee, Beyonce, is at number 37. Then we have a smattering of amazing groups uh, coming up here. We've got The Temptations, Santana, Fleetwood Mac, The Beach Boys, Bee Gees, Eagles, The Supremes at numbers 32 through 26. I mean, can you imagine a festival lineup with that? (laughs) That's like Desert Trip. Can you imagine that? 
I'd go. Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, and then we have Rihanna and Prince at numbers 18 and 17. You know, we're getting some, you know, I mean, when Rihanna and Prince are not in the top 10, you're like, well, who the hell's in the top uh-huh. 10 then? Uh, Drake is at number 16. Boo. I'm just joking. Oh, you're at that. You're <laughs> I'm at Camp Flogna camp right now. Camp Flogna to keep it <laughs> a little bit contemporary there. All right. Just before we get to the top 10, we've got Janet Jackson, Elvis Presley, Paul McCartney, and Whitney Houston at numbers 14 through 11. So, yes, who the hell is in this top 10, Keith? If, I mean, when you're like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Elvis. Yeah. You're <laughs> sorry, number 13. Sorry, Paul McCartney. Sorry, Paul. Whitney Houston. You know, it's, I mean, it's that kind of list. Yeah. Like, even if you're like number 77, you're like, it's still a huge superstar. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, that's, that's, that's why the charts do what the charts do so well. Indeed. Yeah. Spoken like a true charts department employee. I may work here. (laughs) They may pay me to say that literally. Okay. So it's time. Let's get to the top 10 all time artists on the combined Billboard 200 and Hot 100 charts. Drum roll. All right. It's a city. We're going to start with number 10. Now, the, this act is a city. I think this will be surprising to think, especially our younger I think listeners. That people that are younger people are listening to this maybe just sort of like, who? Yeah, like, I, I I love them, but my parents love them. And so, like, I heard them growing up. I don't mean to be, like, cryptic, but, like, I feel like there's a lot of people who are younger than I am who couldn't name a song by them. And they're in our top 10 of all time. Which is weird, mm-hmm. but but they were enormous. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Obviously. This shows. And they are Chicago. Yeah. Uh, you know, they just had 46 Billboard Hot 100 hits, 20 of which were top 10. Just 20? And then 33 albums on the Billboard 200, including 12 top 10s and five number ones. So yes, they've done all right and clearly were prolific. And prolifically, like, successful with everything they put out. I think Chicago. Now, if you think you don't, just, I'm, I, I, God, much love to Chicago. But I'm going to say the people who think you're like, Chicago, I don't know if I know some of their but songs. But you do. You do. Mm-hmm. It's, it, just go to Spotify or Apple or YouTube, type in Chicago. Don't look for the city. <laughs> You know Chicago's music. If you leave me now, you'll take away the biggest part of me. <laughs> anyway. Et cetera. Uh, okay, so uh, that's the caliber we're talking here. Number nine, well. Less surprising. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> now, uh, Stevie, you may have heard of him, uh, made a big splash with his very first Hot 100 hit back in 1963 when he was going by Little Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that song was Fingertips. Because he was little. Yes, he was He was a little. He, <laughs> he, was, little. he was a small teenage he was, boy. He was a young person. <laughs> uh, with the song Fingertips Part 2. Uh, it spent three weeks at number one on the Hot 100. And he so far collected 63 Hot 100 hits with 10 of them hitting number one. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Come on. Contend with that people in the top 10 (laughs) no one's questioning Stevie being there uh moving on is this the most contemporary person in the top 10 Keith uh sort of as yes as far as when they started their career you just revealed it Katie well listen it's written there right in that script oh okay maybe I should have just read the script that's all right I'm like oh my gosh she's so new she's so new who is it it's Taylor Swift uh, so she is obviously rather popular, to say the very least. She's had six number one albums on the Billboard 200, 95 entries on the Hot 100, including five 95. number ones. She's almost had 100 Hot 100s. 
Hey. <laughs> That's all. Um, and she's the highest charting artist with the most recent launch of her chart career. Hey, my question answered hey, by Keith. Funny. <laughs> Between the Hot 100 and Billboard 200, Swift got her first chart ink on September 23rd, 2006, with her debut hit single, Tim McGraw. By the way, Tim McGraw, if you're wondering, is at number 78 on the list. Hmm. It's still, it's still, it's, it's still great that he's number 78. But this is a huge accomplishment. There are a lot of people still doing a lot of amazing things, and Taylor is the youngest person kicking it in here. So. All right. Moving on. At number seven. The King of Pop, Michael Jackson. Now, here's a fun fact that you may or may not know. He became the first act to debut at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart back in 1995 Hmm. with You Are Not Alone. And to put just to explain it to our readers because they don't think about the listeners. They don't think about the stuff like we do all the time. (laughs) That means that the single went to number one. Like that is the first appearance. It's the first appearance on the Hot 100 was at number one, right? Yes. Okay. What's your favorite Michael Jackson song that is not You Are Not Alone? Oh, I mean. Billie Jean, Beat It. Bad. Want to be starting something? Off the Wall. Name more? No. Um, you just you, like you were just like emotionless, not reacting. Well, I was just uh, thinking, ah. and I think you can't win from the whiz. I have a lot. I have a lot of songs that I love, but probably I mean, like I think Billy Jean is his best of the his mega hits. But I really like like Remember the Time, oh. which is sort of a weird one later, to like later ish years. Michael. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, should we move on to a trio of amazing pop divas? I'm I'm all in on pop divas. <laughs> All right, so at number six, we have Barbara Streisand. Among her many stellar chart stats, she remains the only act with a number one album in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. She's uh, she's prolific and popular. And don't put it past her to get one in the 2020s, because she probably will. She, at this rate. <laughs> Knowing my mom, she'll definitely get it. I mean, anything is possible. Seriously, I mean, I remember when I wrote a story about one of her one of her um, duets albums a few years ago, and at the time, I think the scuttlebutt was that she was going to do songs with like Beyonce and some other women, Mm -hmm. and then ultimately the duets album that came out was the one that had all of her. it was like her with a bunch of men. Mm. And then the next album that came out was her and a bunch of like movie stars. Mm-hmm. But we're, I'm like, so are you going to do the duets oh, album with she's ladies? Hoarding that she's for hoarding like the Beyonce and Adele and Taylor Swift, you know, <laughs> she's duets. A, she's got her ace up her, up her sleeve for yeah. the 2020 number one. <laughs> uh, at number five, I can't believe Keith gave me this one to talk about, is Madonna. The queen of pop still maintains the record for the most top tens on the Hot 100 with... 38. What's your favorite Madonna song? Oh my god. I where to begin. Love her so much. I think I can sort of like kind of Do you have a number one? Like, um I have like a handful of favorites. Yeah. I can't pick a number one. Like I really love Express Yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh Vogue. Yeah, Vogue. Like a prayer. Like um, a prayer. Oh yeah. Holiday. Like a prayer was my favorite growing up. Like I when Like a Prayer came out, it was my everything. Love that song. If and someone video. Asked, if someone asked me like, oh, what album would you tell someone to listen to for a Madonna mm. album first that is not a greatest hits album mm. I would say start with either Like a Prayer or like if you're like you want to just sort of like pure pop magic mm-hmm. go for like Like a Prayer or True Blue and if you want kind of like a little bit more introspective but still pop accessible go with Ray of Light yeah that's what I was going to say if, you, if you're talking to a music snob tell them Ray of Light yeah <laughs> 
and I feel. All right. And finally, in our trio of pop divas, we have at number four, Mariah Carey. Mariah. She holds the record for the most number ones on the Hot 100 among all soloists with 18. Just 18. Oh, my God. First number one. What was her first number one Hot 100 hit? Was it Emotions? No. Was it, um, man, so, so like, <laughs> what is it? I don't know her debut hit. I, I guess I'm blanking. Treated me again. Vision, Vision, Vision of, of love. love. Sorry, Mariah. Oh, God. I mean, I liked her. Like, Emotion, I think, was the first song that I fell in love with Mariah. So that's like, in my mind, her introduction. That's but all right. Love I was takes young. Time. I lived in the country. <laughs> Things didn't get to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, at number three, we have Elton John. He famously was the first act to debut at number one on the Billboard 200 Albums chart with Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy back in 1975. And get this, he then notched the second ever debut at number one later that same year with Rock of the Westies. And no one knows Elton's chart history better than Elton. He but loves the charts. That is absolutely true. He is a chart. He's a chart geek through, through and through. If he ever gets sick of this music thing, feel free to come work in the charts. Hey, department. Elton, do you want to be my boss? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Silvio. Uh, at number two, the Rolling Stones. Hey. 37 top 10 albums, including at least one in each of the last six decades. And nine of those hit number one. Plus... <laughs> A whopping 57 Hot 100 hits, with 23 of them reaching the top 10, and eight of them hitting number one. <sighs> Just, man. I feel like, I, weirdly enough, I feel like I've seen the Rolling Stones more than I've seen any other act. And I've never seen them. Which, that's just tragic. It's dumb. When they played last here, mm-hmm. where was I? I was out of town, because I, I would have gone in an instant. They'll, they'll probably come back. They better. But, I mean, you kind of feel like you should probably go see them the next time they're here. Pretty soon. Then again, <laughs> then again, uh, well, I won't say this because it'll reveal what's number one. Does anyone have a guess what could possibly be number one? I'm pretty sure the people know what number one is. We'll give you a hint. We've already named one of their members. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, also, I feel like when you say Mariah Carey, she holds the record for the most number ones among soloists. Golly, I wonder who could it's possibly be It's because a non-soloist... Holds the all-time number one, correct? Uh, well, yes, and that would be number one, The Beatles. I mean, a record 19 number one albums on the Billboard 200 chart, a record 20 number ones on the Hot 100 songs chart. Was there any way they wouldn't be number one? No. No. And that's my, they're my number one, like, all-time everything. I think they're, it's it's just, it, it conveniently worked out where the Beatles just are a lot of people's number ones, and they're also the charts number one. Obvious. I mean, it's, it's yes, it, not always does the commercial and the critical appeal line up quite as nicely as it does with them. Thankfully, this list, I don't think, will invoke a lot of ire among people. I don't think so either. But, you know, it's fun to discuss and contemplate. Did, did, did the charts get it right? Debate it. Let I us mean, know. Did, or don't. Did the charts get it right? A.K.A. did you, <laughs> did you get, get it right? right? Did you buy the right things? Because these charts are all based <laughs> upon like what people do when they listen to music, buy music, stream music. Maybe There's, you shouldn't have bought so many Chicago albums. I mean, 
<laughs> yeah, or maybe you should have bought more Rihanna. Yeah, exactly. Or streamed her a little bit more. <laughs> I'm just, you know, whatever. Uh, hey, um, we'll, we'll get back to Rihanna in the 150th and see where she is then. <laughs> um, well, what an amazing list. And for the entire top 125, make sure to visit Billboard.com, where in celebration of their chart achievements, we have new interviews with Paul McCartney, Ooh. Mariah Carey, and Elton John. Yes. Oh, my God. Legends. Yes. Legends, legends all. Work, work, work. <laughs> um, okay. So we've reached the end of our big uh, special uh, shoe. That's fun. That was fun. Yeah. It's Well, I mean, you know, who doesn't love talking about charts? Um, what song should we go out on? Oh, my God. We just talked about so many incredible people. Pick I your guess, favorite song of the top 125. Well, you know, we didn't. We talked about our favorite Madonna, favorite MJ, but how about favorite Beatles? <gasps> I have a few, but I, I feel few. like mine are weird to end the show with. <laughs> well, I mean, I like, golly, I mean, I like Get Back, or I like, um, well, you, I don't know. I like really weird ones. I like Happiness is a Warm Gun oh. and Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> like, really weird. Shit. Oh, but I also love A Day in the Life. That would be a good ending, Let's right? Let's do A Day in the Life. <laughs> all right, see you guys next Thanks. time. They had to count them all. Now they know how many holes it takes to fill the alcohol. 